There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. Dangerous men tend to escalate. On May 2nd, 2012, a man many knew as dangerous would take the lives of people he claimed to love. People who knew he was escalating but could do nothing to save themselves before the unthinkable happened. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Jason Todd Reddy, born February 17, 1973, started out pretty early when it came to a criminal record. While still attending high school in Mulberry, Florida, 18-year-old Jason was arrested and charged with aggravated assault and criminal mischief when he swung a bat at a passing car that was driven by a boy whom he had an altercation with at a party, an action for which he spent one year on probation and completed a number of hours of community service. Shortly after, he joined the U.S. Marine Corps and eventually earned himself the rank of Lance Corporal before being expelled from the reconnaissance company, changing locations and companies a number of times, and being punished for a few mild issues and court-martialed on two different occasions. Serving about nine months in prison and receiving a bad conduct discharge in 1996. Back as a civilian and freshly divorced as of 2003, Jason started to become more involved in politics and the LDS Church. Ordained as an elder by the then-Arizona state senator, Jason began his work with anti-immigration causes and served as the president of the Mesa County College Republican Party Club and committeeman for the Maricopa County Republicans, even campaigning, although unsuccessfully, for a seat in the Arizona House of Representatives in 2004 and for a seat in the city council for Mesa in 2006. His motto? The purity of the Aryan race is the most precious resource nature has to offer all humankind. And if that wasn't enough to solidify a place of hatred in your minds, he founded the Minuteman Civil Defense Corps and the U.S. Border Guard, two armed and oftentimes incredibly dangerous vigilante groups known to patrol the Arizona-Mexico border looking for illegal immigrants. The Anti-Defamation League and Southern Poverty Law Center described Jason as a neo-Nazi, which is why several Republicans worked to expel him from his position in the party in Maricopa County, due in large part to his controversial views. After which, he attempted to switch to the Democrat side, citing its past support of Jim Crow laws, and tried to run for sheriff. He was an angry man, a man who many would fear, and a man who is about to change the life of an entire family. Enter a woman named Lisa Medeiros. On January 16, 2008, Lisa and her daughter had been jogging on the side of the road when, about a mile from their home, a passing SUV sideswiped another and rolled off the road. Lisa had pushed Brittany out of the way to try and shield her from the crash, causing the young girl minor injuries as opposed to her mother, whom the vehicle landed on top of, causing her to break a hip. After 10 months of hospital visits and rehab centers, Lisa finally relearned how to walk, recovered, and needed to have her car repaired. That's where she met Jason Todd Reddy at the AutoZone that he would later be fired from. At first, everyone was happy for Lisa. He seemed like a good guy who could help care for Lisa and her family. 
So when he moved into her home in 2011, no one really thought anything of it. But according to those who knew Lisa, that's when Jason started to change. He was domineering, would listen in on her phone conversations, mooched off of her, and the dangerous man who targeted immigrants was now living with Lisa's two daughters, who had a Latino father. And Lisa knew her relationship was dangerous, establishing a code with her father so he would know when to call the police, but fearful to move out because of his temper and her home filled with antiques, which is what she did for a living. On February 28, 2012, Lisa went to the Gilbert Police Headquarters stating that she wanted to end the relationship and needed help getting Jason out of her home. She explained his history of domestic violence, even telling a story of how he sat on top of her and choked her out for poking him in the cheek, how he covered her nose and mouth and only let up at the last second. But because they had no physical evidence of the abuse, the police said that they would investigate the claims, offered her some ideas of how to ask him to leave, all of which were either lengthy or involved another confrontation, and sent her on her way. The next day, an officer went to Lisa's home to check on the family, and again on March 5th, but found that no one was home. Finally able to contact Lisa on the 7th, she assured the officers that she was fine, and Jason refused to speak with them about the abuse allegations. Two months later, Lisa Medeiros and Jason Reddy had yet another domestic dispute. On May 2nd, 2012, Jason Todd Reddy walked into the home in Gilbert, Arizona that he shared with his 47-year-old girlfriend, Lisa Medeiros, and fatally shot her, her 23-year-old daughter, Amber Medeiros, who was in the process of moving out of her mother's home to distance herself from the family, Amber's 15-month-old daughter, Lily, who was pronounced dead in the hospital after initially being found alive, and Amber's 24-year-old fiancé, Jim Hyatt, who survived a deployment in Afghanistan only to be killed in a place he considered safe. Before the shooting was over, a 911 call came into dispatch that claimed that there was an argument between Lisa and Jason. That call was interrupted by the sounds of gunshots. The call was then picked up by Brittany, the 19-year-old daughter Lisa had saved from the car accident years before, who then said she came out of her room upon hearing the shots and found the bodies. When asked who the shooter was, she responded, it's my mom's boyfriend, JT Reddy. Among them was Jason Todd Reddy, who shot himself after killing the Medeiros family. When the police arrived and began taking statements, they reconstructed the following story. Jason and Lisa began their usual arguments on the evening of May 1st, a fight they resumed the next morning at about noon. According to reports, the fight began when Jason accused Lisa of breaking something that belonged to him, around the time that Amber came home to pick up her sister Brittany for lunch, Jim and young Lily in tow. That's when the gunshot started. Police believe that Randy either shot Amber or Lily first, one then the other in quick succession, at which time Lisa grabbed the phone and called 911. She was still on the phone as she edged around the corner and came into Jason's eyeline. When she did, he shot her in the face and again in the back of the head. Jim, who was outside on the phone, ran in and was met with three gunshots, the last of which hit him in the back of the head. At that moment, Jason raised the weapon to his own temple and pulled the trigger. The whole ordeal took less than a minute. At the scene, police found two handguns and a shotgun, 
the U.S. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, who were called because of the home's military ordinance, found six live grenades that had to be safely secured by bomb techs. Joint Terrorism Task Force, FBI, and ATF also found two AR assault rifles, two dozen or so military ordnance 40-millimeter grenades, Nazi flags, police, and Nazi uniforms. At the time of the murder, the FBI was already conducting a domestic terrorism investigation on Jason Reddy, something Lisa's family had absolutely no clue about. In fact, they didn't even know Jason's last name because had any of them typed in his full name into any search engine, they would have seen a number of sources explaining just how dangerous the avowed white supremacist who led border vigilantes really was. Unfortunately, they didn't know any of this until May 2nd, 2012. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 3rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.